This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Brian, it is now time for our favorite part of the show. It is the listener mailbag. Before we get into that, though, one more time, I need to tell you guys about our wonderful partner here at Love the Star, Boomer Jacks. And I keep telling you guys about Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Those are important days. Tuesdays are half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings. So whatever your fancy is on the wing front, Boomer Jacks has a deal for you. But if you're not a wing person at all, they still have great deals for you other days of the week. They've got $3 drink specials, $15 buckets of beer, wall-to-wall TVs, live music, whatever atmosphere you're looking for, Boomer Jacks has the environment for you. You're just looking for a place to have dinner with the family, a nice aesthetic, everything else. Boomer Jacks is a spot. If you're looking for a great happy hour location for you and the coworkers to have some drinks, Boomer Jacks is a spot. If you're just looking for a place to go watch the game, follow your fantasy team, you know, watch the game with a buddy, have a fun rivalry, whatever else, Boomer Jacks is the spot. And there are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, uh, let's move on now to our favorite segment of the week. It is the uh, Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag, your birthday brethren dean julia by the way uh first question here uh from at real sizzle sk uh if the cowboys would have won last week and the division is really on the line do you think hurts would try to play even with his injury i think that's really tough i think i think this is one where he's not gonna be able to go no and they they act like that hurts is is a Wolverine, you know, these regenerating body parts and stuff like that. And they're talking about his toughness and all. No, this talking to guys around the league and talking to some information guys around the league, they really do believe this injury is more serious than what the Eagles are leading on. And I I was hearing like uh, AC joint issues and, you know, and, he, you know, after the game, he did not, you know, he was getting interviewed. He didn't look comfortable. He looked like he was in some pain. And they, you know, once the Vegas kind of figured it out, point and a half, three points, four points, five points, Vegas figured out that there was about to be some news coming down the pike that Hertz was not going to play. I don't think he guts it up for this game. I think it's more serious than than what the the Eagles are leading on to. Next question here uh, from Jay Rinfret, uh, and and you'll I'll, I'll need to maybe repeat these for you, Brian. Uh, but he wants us to rank these in order of team strengths. Okay, so we have talent, coaching, mental preparation, and toughness. Talent number mm-hmm. one. Okay. Yep. Coaching number two. Mental mm-hmm. preparation number three. Toughness four. So in the order that he placed them for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think he got him right. I think I, that's I, I think that's close. I might flip you might flip toughness and right. mental preparation. Is that what yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that's the one that I might flip because there are some times where it seems to take him a while to get into the flow of games where it's like these coaches have done a good job. I can't I'm not gonna kill these coaches. You know, you won four games with a backup quarterback. Come on, man. Really? 
You know, no, that's I, that's fair. I I just I do, and I, like I don't think it's a. I, I'm I just think that the if you I, I think they have improved their toughness. That was that was severely lacking last year, and I and I think they do play like a more physical, tough football team now. They're they're a beat up team, or you know, like I say, the talent right now. They've got talented players. The problem is that all the talented players are really kind of beat up. Yeah. You know, that's the problem. But that's that's where we're at. We're week, what, 15, week 16 in the season? You know, it is what it is. It, this is this is interesting. We've been kicking this around. We'll get back to the the other questions. This is my submission to the Dean Julia Love the Star Mailbag. Um, we were kicking around this around on the morning show this week. Which coach do you think deserves more scrutiny right now, Kellen Moore or Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn. Really? Because I feel like Dan Quinn tr- has tried to cover over things with acquisitions. When they go and get Jonathan Hankins, they lose him. He, he tried to move Michael Parsons linebacker. They couldn't generate a pass rush. He goes, okay, I can't really do that. I got to move him back here. I think he's trying to make lemonade out of lemons. Um, whereas it feels like there's times where the offense struggles where it's like, there's not really an excuse for that. And, and so I, just for me, I would have it a little more at Kellen Moore, but you said Quinn. Well, I say Quinn because, to me, he's got to figure out this pass rush. You know, he's got to – I mean, where it's the last couple of weeks are – you know, to me, it's just – I didn't want to ride the fence. I really didn't want to ride the fence. And I I know that Kellen Moore – Kellen Moore probably wanted to call a safer play on third and ten the other day, and maybe Mike McCarthy told him go for it. You know, the no yeah. moss. Mike McCarthy speaks of no moss. Go for the <laughs> go for it. And yeah. so I think with Quinn and listen, Kellen Moore, there's he's called plays where you know we talk about Dak and the interceptions and stuff. He calls a play and where he runs a drag where the play should have been completed. You know, it should have been a completion to Noah Brown. They run to play early in the game where what does Dak do? He throws the ball down the sidelines to uh, to uh, Pollard where he's got Noah Brown dragging underneath for a first down. I think there's things that Kellen Moore's trying to do to help his team win these games. And But with, with Dan, you know, it just seems like maybe, maybe the talent of the defense really isn't what it is. I mean, he's, he's trying – He's trying to. I, I I get it. You're you're minus, you know. You're minus your corner. You're minus the linebacker. Oh, oh J. Ron, J. Ron Curse this week sort of directly said we are not as good as we think we. Well, are. but but also this is where I'm at right now with that whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. This is where I'm at right now. You know, Dan Quinn deserved you know, the scrutiny of trying to get the pastures, but you know who this is on now? This is on Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, and Joe Philbin, and. Linda Wells and and as you know, Doug Nasmeyer. Yeah, this is on all these offensive coaches. Your defense has got you to this point. Your defense has got you to this point. Now here I am. I'm I'm, I'm kind of going against my argument here, but no, I the, see what you're saying. <laughs> but the defense has got you into the playoffs. They are beat up, banged up. They can't give you any more. You know the old Star Trek episodes when Captain Kirk asked Scotty. I need more power. And, it, you know, Scotty would say, I've given her all she's got, Captain. You know, that's it. That's all you got. You know, you can't. Offensive line, running backs, the receivers, 
I'm talking about you, Michael Gallup. You know, I'm talking about you tight ends. I'm talking about the, you know, I'm talking Kellen Moore, all these coaches. It's on you now. This defense has they've done all they could. They saved your ass when things weren't great. You know, now I, I needed somebody on the offensive side of the ball like Zach Martin to stand up and like Kirsten said, we're not playing to our standards right now. We're not playing. But I needed him to say, I needed one of these guys to stand up and say, our defense has done a great job this year. They they are, we're really banged up. That's not an excuse, but we're banged up. Dan and those guys have done a great job. But we now have to take this thing over. We have to find a way to outscore opponents. We have to find a way not to turn over the ball. We have to find a way not to get penalties. We have to finish plays, and we have to finish games. You know, they proved they could finish the game against the Texans the other day, you know, but it took the final drive. This offense needs to now take the the torch from Dan Quinn and try and finish this thing out on a positive note until they get some of these players back or they develop some of these corners that they're going to take a look at the next three weeks. Last question here in the Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. Brian, it comes from Nathan. Uh, and his question is pretty simple. How can you get Dak Prescott to stop throwing interceptions? And look, I know I'm the I am the resident Dak Prescott uh, defender, uh, but I feel like I'm only the, the resident Dak Prescott defender because I feel like I'm I'm uh, defending him from some unrealistic standards at times. Uh, we've seen several. Uh, does Dak contribute to his own interceptions? A lot of times, absolutely. But we've also seen several times where there's been a wrong route run by a receiver or a ball bounces off a of Noah Brown's chest or, or gets hit in the air and then somebody's picking it off. PFF this week said that they've graded six of his 11 interceptions as passes that were not on the quarterback, that were not interceptions on the quarterback. So to me, I told you guys on the pregame show this week, you guys said, you know, how do we limit the or You know, what do we do about the interceptions? I was like, I, I don't think you're going to see a ton of bad decisions today. I think that's cleaned up, but I can't rule out something bouncing off somebody's chest, and ultimately that's what happened. I think that's bad luck that eventually that's going to regress to the mean and you're not going to have so many of those. That that generally flattens out over time, and I don't think you're going to see a ton of that over the follow, you know, over the next several weeks. But anything he's got, can happen. He's got to figure out when to when to unload the ball and live to fight for another day. You know, not not every play is the 51-yard pass to Noah Brown in the in the Texans game. You know, break the pocket running, you know, not every play is the pass to Pollard down the sidelines when you have somebody open underneath. You yeah. know, not not every play is you run the waggle to the right on the goal line and you have Schultz, a middle receiver and you throw the ball to the hardest guy. You throw the ball. He threw the ball to Noah Brown. Noah Brown's first touchdown. He that option that he took was the hardest of the three options to throw the ball back inside to Noah Brown after he's blocking and then releases. You know, yeah. You have to figure out when the best time to say we got to go now, and I've got to live to fight for another day. And I don't know if he'll ever figure that one out. Tell me the last time that Dak Prescott just threw a ball away. You can't. Um, you can't. Yeah, Bobby. I can't recall. Yeah, no, I can't. I, I, it was probably last year when he didn't trust his legs. I think Tony, he Tony Romo. Tony Romo had the same issue. 
remember in the in the in the in the like two thousand eight nine whatever that oh, that, oh that, the, the, it's the famous remember, hard knocks as a rookie yeah, when Parcells yeah. telling him throw it away yeah he's like live to see another day throw yeah. the ball away yeah get it yeah. away I don't I don't care about anything else don't take a sack don't make him throw the ball um, away yeah and so that was yeah that was definitely his problem see that's that's what I think we're living right now. I think Dak realizes he's like, he feels like he doesn't want to die on a play. He doesn't want to die. And I mean, die of, you know. Of like, yeah, no, we get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I I don't know if it'll change. Until you start seeing him throw the ball away, then I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking it's going to change. That does it for us here today on the Love of the Star. We hope all of you have a, uh, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, whatever it is. Uh, hope you guys have a, a a safe, healthy, happy holiday season, and uh, hopefully can get a Cowboys win on Saturday. Uh, until next week, we will talk to you guys later.